Hello everybody, this is Curtis from Tremble letting you know that we are brought to you by Shudder. Shudder is the horror movie streaming service that brings you all the latest and greatest that horror has to offer. But you don't have to take my word for it. You can use TremblePod, that's T-R-E-M-B-L-E-P-O-D, when you sign up for an account. This will give you a free 30-day trial on us, so you can check it out for yourself. With that said, let's get on with this week's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Tremble, the horror movie podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. With me, as always, is Stephen Taylor. How are you two doing? Doing all right. Yeah. yeah. Still, still recovering from these movies, I guess. A little yeah. Bit. Talking yeah. about them. Still in a fuzz. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, at least the first movie we watched had a mostly new Samantha Robinson for a good portion of it. This just doesn't have any real redeeming value, uh, except for the fact that it's just hilariously bad. And, like, bad in a way that, like, I don't know. You just, you're like, what am I watching? What is this? Um, <laughs> it, it's just plain old awful. Uh, and, of course, I'm talking about the cinematic disaster that is Tammy and the T-Rex. Cool. <laughs> Um, which it just like describing this movie to anybody, you just have to laugh because it really is just awful. Like, it's just so bizarre. This movie, like everything about it is just doesn't make any sense. And what's weird too, is that this movie didn't start off as a horror movie. It was like a kid's movie for the longest time. Uh, probably not a successful kid's movie, but it was, uh, there was no gore in it or anything like that. And, you know, eventually the true cut came out with all the blood and the gore. And now it's been retroactively turned into a horror movie. Uh, don't think it really saves the movie that much, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's a, it's at least got a really nice romantic core to it, you know, because... <laughs> Paul Walker and Denise Richards, they got to make this love work, despite everything going on. Oh, and they do make it work, somehow. Just the ending with his brain in a jar, and she's, like, stripping for him, and I'm like, what's... He doesn't even have eyes. How does this work? I have so many questions. (laughs) Honestly, that scene was my aha moment for this movie. I, I got to the end of the movie, and I was like, ah... This is the whole reason this movie was made, so that they could get Denise Richards doing a strip tease at the end of it, and it all made sense. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So, what is Tammy and the T Rex about? This has to be the shortest synopsis I've ever read on this podcast. A teen learns that a scientist implanted her dead boyfriend's brain into an animatronic dinosaur. Uh, yep. And if you think there's got to be more to this movie than that. Fuck no. That is literally <laughs> the stopping point of how deep this movie gets. Um, if, if you think her boyfriend becoming an animatronic T-Rex stops her from being in love with him, you're wrong. No, it, it doesn't. Like, no. True love will conquer all, including having your body eaten by a life. <laughs> <laughs> honestly that was one of my favorite parts of this movie like i i thought i thought in that scene where they like dump him in the lion pen or whatever that he was gonna like 
have some sort of dumb manly fight, but he literally just gets immediately mauled by a lion, and I just thought it was the funniest thing. Okay, I should start off this podcast, too. All of my opinions are about this movie um, come from me being very stoned while watching it, so just oh, yeah. please keep that in mind. As I, because I'm going to have a lot more positive things to say about this than maybe uh, other people on this podcast. So uh, please keep that in mind while you hear my opinions. <laughs> yeah, I had two glasses of wine and a joint. And I think that was the appropriate level of non-sober I needed to be to enjoy this movie. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Steve, when was the first time you watched Tammy and the T-Rex? Uh, it was for the Shutter um, launch. Okay. Yeah. So they did. Um, and I watched it that weekend, and uh, I really wish I didn't. Mercifully, it's like way less than an hour and a half. I think it's like an hour and ten or something it's stupid. It's super so. short, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, mercifully, that's cool. But, like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. not fun. <laughs> I politely disagree. I do think this movie is fun, but you really cannot think about it with any level of insider death. Like you literally just have to take this movie as like the shitty burger you buy at a gas station that like, it's just, you know, <laughs> it's garbage. You know, this is trash. You're not going to enjoy it, but you're like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to take it for as it is. One thing about this movie too. So I recently watched because I hadn't fully seen it in all its glory. Uh, Mamma Mia that movie oh um and i'm gonna be honest some of the acting in this movie reminded me of the acting in mamma mia like it was just ridiculous and i was like these people must be drunk they must be drunk because i don't understand why they are acting these characters this way like especially paul walker like he's a good actor and yet some of the lines in this movie from him are like whoa chill out just a little bit there buddy it's gonna be okay (laughs) like i don't understand the the I don't know if it was just the way they were being directed on set or something, or like if it's just supposed to be stupid and campy, and so maybe there maybe that's a purposeful decision. Um, but it was ridiculous, and it reminded me of Mamma Mia, oddly enough, just just because of how stupid some of the acting seemed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, this uh, this movie is a lot. This movie is a lot of movie. I also watched it when it initially launched on Shudder. Because they made a big deal out of it. They were like, hey guys, we got the gore cut of Tammy and the T-Rex. And uh, it was a big thing. I like. I want to say too that this movie became pretty popular because a lot of podcasts and other content creators at the time uh, covered it before it got its big launch on Shudder. It had like gone to a few festivals which well the fact that this got shown at some festivals um but uh it it got a really good push and i was like i gotta check this out and i watched it and i'm like oh my gosh this thing has to be one of the worst movies i've ever seen in my entire life and uh at the same time too i i don't know i have i have a very much a respect for like like guerrilla filmmaking and like these people who just go and just have this idea and just fucking go with it like that rumor has it that the 
the director of the movie basically got his hands on this animatronic T-Rex and basically wrote a movie around that, which is just amazing. Like, (laughs) no real creative spark other than you have this animatronic T-Rex for a week. What do you want to do with it? Oh, let's make a movie where Paul Walker dies and gets his brain implanted into it. Why not? Like, I don't know. There's a certain level of respect I have for that, even though the movie's not good. Like, I can still appreciate that, like... There's an ingenuity there that, you know, honestly is lacking from a lot of movies nowadays. But does it make it a good movie? No. But I, I have a bit more respect for it because of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Taylor, when was the first time you watched this movie? Um, I had started it while it was still on Shudder because I don't think it's Shutter on Shudder anymore. At least I couldn't find it on there. Um, no. So I had started it like a long time ago and I think I just had got distracted by something and didn't finish it um, and then rewatched it in its entirety for the podcast. Okay. So relatively recently is when I've watched and experienced the full thing. As you should. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Uh, we got a few emails. Uh, Sam says... Thank goodness Vinegar Syndrome managed to hold on to the core cut of this. Because, yeah, it was Vinegar Syndrome that managed to basically get this up and going. Um, which, yeah, I mean, depending on your opinion on this movie, that's a great thing or a not-so-great thing. I think for hil- film kind of history and kind of preserving things, I, I have some respect for it. Because I think that's what they do. Like, they're kind of mainly... they kind of do their best to kind of preserve cult movies and kind of like re-release them uh so yeah i think they were the ones that really got this going Hmm. i think too i mean obviously this movie is already missing a lot of stuff to make it a good movie but i think if it was missing also the gore i would not have been as interested in this movie it would have just been like a uh whatever it's it's a it's a dude dude's brain in a thing but when you add in the gore and like all the extra weird shit that happens or like you know pg-13 stuff that happens or whatever it is Mm -hmm. i think that adds a little extra bit to this movie that at least in my stone state i was like fuck yeah (laughs) (laughs) rip that guy's guts out with your t-rex claw I also just love that there's, like, somebody out there who's, like, oh, like, we, above all else, need to preserve this copy of Grave Secrets or Tammy and the T-Rex. Like, it is such innocuous, like, non-important bullshit, but somebody out there is getting paid to keep these movies alive, so... Uh, you know, is it necessarily important that they do so? Probably not, but again, respect. Mm. Our, our more advanced human ancestors of the future need to know about Tammy and the T-Rex. Absolutely. Like, have we cured cancer yet? No, but somebody's working hard to preserve Tammy and the T-Rex. So, <laughs> small victories. You lose some, you lose some. Um, okay. Uh... Michael says, I'm genuinely surprised people actually enjoy this. Get your brains checked. Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm I was, agreeing there. I was inebriated. You can't hold that against me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm just going to say, Michael, you know, 
my brain got checked, and we already know it's dysfunctional, so. (laughs) (laughs) I must just be full of hatred, but. No, you're the only sane one here. That's what that means. (laughs) That's a scary thought. (laughs) Uh, Darren says, I really hope I go out by getting eaten by a fucking lion. Hey, Paul Walker made it look pretty good. He didn't even have, like, a scratch on his face or anything. No, like, it was a pretty good open casket funeral, all things considered. He did really get mauled by that fucking lion, though. (laughs) Oh, my God. You could tell they were just, like, like, just let the lion go to town. The question is, did they put catnip in that? Like, does that work with lions? I don't know. know. Well, and, like... I'm not going to get too much into this because you could literally do this with any plot point of this movie, but what the fuck that that's your first thought as like a leader of a gang. You're not going to like throw him into the river or do something else. You're going to drive to the zoo and leave him in the lion's den. And then that's your plan. At first I thought they were going to drive him to the scientist place and just give him up to the scientist. But of course that would make too much sense or maybe it wouldn't make sense. I don't know. Not that it matters to this movie. But no. there are so many scenes like that where I was just like, what? This is the decision you're making? Okay, I'm not going to question it. I'm just going to go along with it. Yeah. And that's the, the kind of like thing you have to do for this movie. You, you can't really question it unless you're in a good environment where you're like, yeah, we're going to rip this movie to shit and talk about all the things that don't make sense. Then da- like definitely dive deep. But otherwise, you're just going to hurt yourself. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you've got the, the credo of the cast and crew down pat then. <laughs> You know, I'm just not going to question anything, and <laughs> yeah, we're just, just going to go be along like, with it. Yeah, we're just going to be like, I guess Stuart knows what he's doing. I don't know. Um, yeah, somebody should ask Denise Richards what she thinks of this movie. Mm, I don't think she'll give you a straight, sane answer at this point. <laughs> Probably not. No. Also, I have to bring up every single cgi scene of her riding the t-rex or the t-rex in the background <laughs> oh my god i burst into laughter it was so stupid and so great it was uh, yeah it was definitely like superimposed in a way that was just like clearly they were running out of budget on that one yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, do you guys also know that Stuart raffle wrote mac and me no that classic yeah yeah yeah, yeah a movie made by mcdonald's because <laughs> they liked E.T. Well, yeah. It's also Paul Rudd's favorite movie, too. So yeah, He brings it as his clip every time. That's great. I'm going to miss that because he only do that. He was only able to do that for Conan. Yeah. Although, so, I, that's, good. that's something that's probably going to be lost now. But he also wrote Passenger 57, which was a movie because I loved action movies in the 90s. And mm-hmm. I mean, Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Come on, man. That was great. Um, uh, can we also talk about Theo Forsett in this movie and just how fantastic he is? Like, <laughs> he l- clearly understood the assignment and just was having the time of his life. <laughs> yes. Definitely. Uh, just fantastic. And, yeah, you know, not a great performance, but he was, he was clearly having fun. Like, somebody told him, you're going to be... Uh, the comedic side to Denise Richards in a movie where Paul Walker gets eaten by lions and gets his brain put into a Adam Shark T-Rex. And he's like, alright, let's go. Let's do this. 
Also, they were doing like a little bit of a thing with him and his sheriff dad, and I was like, okay, that's probably as insightful as this movie gets. Um, yeah, I mean, you can tell how insightful this movie is when they name the uh, black police officer. I think his name is literally just Sheriff Black or something like that, or like Officer Black. Like, that's literally just his last name. There is no extra thought or deep thought put into this movie, literally at all. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Um, I think like, most of these characters don't even have last names either. Like, like Tammy is just Tammy. Michael is just Michael. Like, nobody has last names in this movie, which was really just bothering me. I mean, <laughs> you wanted more depth to it? Yeah. Like, I need to know what was Tammy's last name. Yeah. I need to know her lineage. Was she Ukrainian? I need... Yeah, why, why was why is her name sometimes Tanny instead of Tammy, like with an N-N? I don't because understand that. literal mistakes. Really? Okay. Literal okay. mistakes. Uh, actually, I think I read something about that. Because Tanny and the Teenage T-Rex, I feel like that's almost a more fitting title for this, even though the name is wrong in the title. You know? Yes. The ending credits have her, her credited as Tanny. <laughs> you know because that was the original title. Getting credits right in a movie is very much over It's, it's super hard. Yeah, it's just, it's yeah. super hard. It's not like that. There's a separate crew that does it. No. Um, it's hard to keep them informed between N's and M's, you know. True. Right next to each other on the keyboard, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know. They're just, and and they just, you know, N's look better, I guess. Yeah. Um, they pop more. I will say this though about the movie because I feel like. You know, we, we should try to be a little positive. But. Should we? Goddamn. <laughs> the gore in this movie, pretty good. Like. Yeah. There's some pretty good gore effects. Uh, especially when it comes to my, my favorite kill in the movie, which is Bobby just getting his head bitten off. <laughs> it's fantastic. <sighs> but yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, best line in this movie. There's a lot of really bad lines in this movie. Oh my god, it's terrible. Uh, I I started by writing down all of the really terrible ones from Denise Richards, specifically when she's yelling at people. Um, her delivery of like I think when Paul Walker and what's his face are fighting outside the school, she goes, "Stop it!" Like in a just really hilariously bad way. Um, and I started writing those down until I realized I was going to literally fill my paper with notes if I wrote down every single terrible line like that. Yeah. Um, I don't actually know if I have any great ones other than when the delivery pizza delivery guy comes in and he sees the T Rex and he's like. Are you double cheese pepperoni? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, that that's that's mine. the guy who ordered the fucking pizza, dude. That would yeah. be mine. Um I, I think the award is for best. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, there's like when Tammy first sees Michael after he's died, and she's like, Is that really you in there? Oh Michael, what have they done to you? And the delivery is <sighs> just fucking awful. And I just was like howling laughing like yes i did have some wine and some joints but i swear that <laughs> delivery just had me dying oh it was so bad and the fact that she just is accepts it like yeah. yes perfect this is my life now my boyfriend's brain is in a t-rex 
I just have to move on from this. Like that, it's just an immediate switch over from you're a T-Rex to you're my boyfriend. And it's just so ridiculous. There's also the weird scene where they give him a boner. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) When they're like playing with his brain or something, I think. Yeah. Like there's not a specific line I wrote down, but just that whole exchange just, I was dying. Like I I was actually like laughing so hard. I was about to die. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, this is the opposite of best line too. But there's the phone conversation that Paul Walker and Denise Richards has, where she's like, "You should come over, Paul Walker," and he gets it like a, a switch flips in his brain, and he instantly gets way too excited. She's literally crying on the phone, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, okay, I'm coming out." Like just the delivery of those lines too is so, it it takes you out of it a little bit, but at the same time, it. It fits with this movie. 100%. All right. Uh, Best performance in this movie. (laughs) This is Uh, a (laughs) T-Rex. Yeah. I was also going to say that crop top on Paul Walker in the beginning of the movie. Didn't hate that. Didn't hate that. No, that was not a bad performance by that crop top. Um... (laughs) T-Rex and a crop top. That's That's the choices. Um. I did kind of like to the the evil doctor and Helga. They oh. were kind of they were kind of fun. I, they were like the yeah. only characters that I was like I'm more interested in following them around as they get their T Rex back than I am following Tammy around. But you know, I I got to give it to Terry Kaiser, who I think almost like he really is kind of like a schlock movie actor. Like he's kind of the MVP of that like weekend at Bernie's where he plays a corpse for most of that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Friday the 13th part 7 and this like I don't know he's kind of a dude that just I don't know whenever he pops up in movies I'm like this is going to be a fun time this has Terry Kaiser in it and I mean he he understood the assignment of this movie he knew what, was, what he was doing so I mean is this his best movie he's ever done no probably not but I, I still I had a good laugh at his accent in this movie which is just awful and he's still working today, which is crazy. He's got Mutilator 2 coming up, Dark Circles. He's still, he's still an active uh, actor, so. Okay. Uh, any other performances that any, everyone liked? or? No. <laughs> I think Steve hit it on the head with the T-Rex. I think that's definitely the best one in this movie. Yeah. yeah. I'll also say it too as a runner-up 304 set. He was pretty funny in this. Okay. Uh, dumbest decision. <laughs> There's a lot. Um, gosh. I would say... Did we skip best kill? Oh! How dare we? Fuck. Okay. There's actual kill. kills in this movie, too. There's some good ones, too. I mean, not all... Most of them are certain, like limbs being ripped off by dinosaur but still nonetheless exciting um yeah i went with bobby just because that just gush of blood coming out it's fantastic mm-hmm. <laughs> paul walker uh, yeah i well i was gonna say the two that i have written down i guess i don't know if they're actually scenes where he dies because the first one is that ridiculous lion attack that i just can't get over for some reason uh and the second one is when they he fake dies in the hospital 
and like the evil doctor and Helga are there like pretending that he's dying for some reason I also greatly enjoyed that little snippet of a scene um where every like Tammy and her and uh her friend are just overreacting in their grief and then this doctor is going around like yep well it happens we're gonna take his body now and then they just get the fuck out of there but technically yeah. he didn't die die in that scene it was like a fake death so yeah um i also wrote down uh my immersion was killed at one point when they pan past a car and the full reflection of the camera is just right there yeah. on the side of the car yeah. Uh, yeah. that made me laugh but i also had to go back and be like is that the, the just the actual camera yeah it was just the actual camera but I mean, they obviously spent all of their CGI budget on the uh, in, insane green screen T-Rex that uh, Denise Richards pretends to ride at some point. So what can you do? Yeah. Also, too, like the whole bullies getting killed was also fantastic, too. Although I wasn't really a fan of Wendy. Uh, Wendy's, Wendy's best role. Yeah. Because... She was just the the one in the car that she she got like dragged out by her leg. Is that who that was? Yeah, yeah, it was kind of yeah. But you know, you didn't really see her die, so it's like you could no. say that maybe she didn't even really die. But like when you see Billy's headless corpse and his head later pops up, and you're like, oh man, that was great. So, yeah, there was there was some good kills in this. I I had a tough time choosing, honestly. So, uh, and then yes, comes decision um i'm gonna say probably when your girlfriend tells you to not or not well girlfriend i guess well were they girlfriend boyfriend i don't think they were i think they were just interested in each other but nothing ever happened i i think she calls him her boyfriend at, like towards the end of the movie maybe but that was after yeah. he was already a t-rex so maybe that was the tipping point for her yeah like they weren't a thing and then he became a t-rex and she was like all right now it's on you know, you know? been great promotion for this movie when it first came out was have them on like the Maury Povich show or something like that where it's like they're friends of dinosaur <laughs> <laughs> like this is how I live with this that would totally fit the vibe of this movie right this is, this is a Maury vibe movie for sure 100% yeah uh, I didn't. I, I, I couldn't take this movie seriously enough to write down a dumbest decision so I just said nothing every decision in this movie was required for it to happen the way that it did Hundred percent. Um. Yeah, pretty much everything about this movie is dumb. But yeah, that's kind of part dumbest, of the dumbest decision in this movie. Hey guys, let's make a movie called Tammy and the T Rex. <laughs> dumbest got, decision. We've got an animatronic T Rex. Let's see what we can do with it. Yeah. When when is the sequel Tammy and the Brain in the Jar? When's yeah, that right. That can that. that can see because it has eyes. Yeah. And and apparently also can absorb alcohol and still get drunk. I don't I'm questionable if that's how that would work, but you know. Yeah. I guess it's also questionable that there would be a teenage brain inside of a T Rex animatronic, so You just gotta really... trick your brain at the door at a certain point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh I think it's time to rate this. What does everyone think of for a score? I'm going to piss everyone off. I hate this movie. This is a two. Ooh. Yeah. Like I said, it was not a good weekend. <laughs> at least uh, the other movie got a higher score, at least. Slightly yeah, because Samantha Robinson. Yeah, this is true. Uh, 
What do you think? Andy? This is hard to rate because there's a rating that I should give it, similar to Steve's, um, that this movie is actually uh, valued at. Um, I maybe wouldn't go as low as a two. I'd maybe go with like a four or a five. Um, but then there's the rating that I would give it based off the enjoyment I had watching it super stoned. And that was actually a pretty fun experience. Um, especially not really having watched this movie before. Uh, I think it would also be fun now to invite a bunch of people over and get them drunk or stoned and make them watch this movie. Uh, that would be an equally fun experience. Watching this movie just on my own again? Probably not. So, I don't know. I, I maybe I'll... Ah, uh, this is tough. I'm going to go with like a five. Okay. Five. Okay. I'm going to go with a six. I'm going to go with a six. I'm going to go even higher. There you go. Don't don't judge me. I'm going to go with a six. <laughs> I'm also going with a six as well. I mean, again, not a good movie. <laughs> like even, even with me being as optimistic as humanly possible uh, and me be under the influence, I was like, no, it's still not a great movie. Um, but again... There's, there's some level of ingenuity that, you know, I kind of respect. Does it make it worth watching for most people? Probably not. But uh, if anything, watch it for the gore uh, and then forget about it entirely until somebody brings it up and then you'll be like, I have seen that movie. I also love how the tagline for this movie is, he's the coolest pet in town. <laughs> What? <laughs> Which makes no sense in context with the actual movie, but yeah. I guess that also makes sense in context with the movie in a way. Yeah, because I don't think he's ever referred to as a pet. And no, uh, yeah, I have, no lot, I have a lot of questions about that. Okay, well, it's uh, you know this is one way to celebrate Valentine's Day. <laughs> so hopefully, I feel like I'm gonna get fired or something because it. The the listeners are going to be like, he gave them bad reviews. They're going to be like, how dare Steve not like this terrible movie? <laughs> <laughs> That's how I look at it. You know what? I, yeah. You know what? I can see why somebody doesn't like this movie. It's not like, uh, and I think most people can. Like, if somebody says they don't like this movie, you know what? It, it's totally understandable. It is not a good movie. Uh, I think under the right circumstances, you can get a little bit more enjoyment out of this, but mm -hmm. by no means this is ever going to be The Exorcist or Jaws or some other classic of horror cinema. It's just a movie with a Denise Richards and a boyfriend T-Rex and a ton of gore. So Yeah. Yeah, it's it doesn't even really work as like if you like horror satires. Like, it's not even no. that. It literally is just dumb. <laughs> yeah. it's It's got to be one of the dumbest and movies. It, if you watched. like la laughing along to things that make no fucking sense uh, and that's it, that's literally all there is, then you will like this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Steve, where can people find you on the internet? Yeah, I'm at uh, on Twitter and Instagram at the Steve Dead. Uh, my website, stevestebbing.ca, and you can hear me every Thursday at 11 p.m. Pacific time on The Shift with Shane Hewitt, which goes all the way across Canada. Taylor, where can people find you on the internet? Um, on Twitch and on Instagram, my username is Techronomicon, and uh, every once in a while I post what other things that I'm doing on my blog, which is circeanic.home.blog. Nice. Uh, yeah, you can find me over at thringernerds.com where I've got some stuff going up almost every day of the week. 
and then also have uh, my stuff I'm doing on that hashtag show. By the time this is out, you can go read my review of Joe Bob's uh, Trailer Park Heartbreak, I think it's called. I will one day get the name of the special correct. One of these <laughs> days. Um, but yeah, Joe Bob's got a special and I'll be reviewing it. Even if, you know, most people are like, why would I read a review of some old geezer talking about movies? Uh, you know Joe what? Bob Briggs. You know, and yeah. if you don't know, then. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I always like to just make a point of just canceling whatever plans I have. Joe Bob has a thing coming out and just like, that's my night. It's just watching Joe Bob. It's mm-hmm. actually officially called Joe Bob's Heartbreak Trailer Park. There we go. So, so, yeah. And like I said, I am fairly certain that one of those movies. So by the time this is out, you can tell me if I'm right or wrong. But one of these movies will have to be uh, Maniac Cop 3. So we'll see if I'm right. Uh, and with that said, we'll see you all next time. Bye for now. <laughs>